Stand. Chaim, Chaim. So as what as was advertised, the shear is about the, the Kaira. Um, we'll speak about different things about the Kaira. Um, we'll see, it's going to be less, I think uh, last year was more uh, very much halacha oriented. Uh, here it's going to be more, I think, uh, the reasons behind things. Okay. Wait, can you explain Kaira first? Uh, Kaira is a bowl where the Kaira Leila Seder, where you put the different things of the, the Seder plate. The Seder plate. Oh, that's the word. The Seder plate. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We didn't prepare that part. Okay. Um, so let's start. So the, 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 the idea of Kaira starts from... Uh, so first of all, we'll speak about what the idea of a Kaira is. In other words, why do we have a Kaira? Um... Why do we have these things on the Seder plate? And then we'll speak of maybe, maybe other things. Depends uh, how long we have. So it says in the Mishnah, in the Daf Kufi, Imsachim, Kufi, the Mishnah over there brings, there's two Mishnahs actually. One Mishnah speaks about Kiddush, about how you make Kiddush on Pesach. And then the next Mishnah says, starts with, it says the words, which means they bring in front of him. It does not say what they bring in front of him, but it says right after, is that he does the karpas. The Mishnah over there describes doing the karpas. And after the Mishnah describes doing the karpas, it says again, you bring in front of him, and it says, what do you bring in front of him? It says matzah, you bring the matzah. It says chazeres, you bring the chazeres, which is the mutter. Uh, it says the chareses we bring, and the shnei tafshilim. Right? So we bring the mutter, the matzah, the chareses, the two tafshilim, the zrei and the beitzah, which we are made. And the migdash, when the beitzah migdash, when they had the karpas, you would bring gufish al-pesach, we bring the karpas pesach. So that's the Mishnah. So the Mishnah is describing all these things that you're bringing in front of it. Uh, when does this happen? So, like I said, it's after Kiddush, or after Karpas. The next Mishnah speaks about Manishtan. So, this is before the Magid, right? Manishtan is Magid. So, this is you bring this Kaira, this thing, what we call the Kaira, which is the Matzah, the Mara, and all the things that we bring on our Seder plate. Uh, we bring it after Karpas, before, uh, before Magid. What is the reason that it's brought at that time? What is the reason for this? Why? Why do we have to bring this? Seemingly, we're not using these things yet, right? We're going to eat matzah and marer and chareses and shnei tafshilim, at least whatever we eat, whatever, we're going to eat them later, after maggot. So why do we have all this food right now in front of us? Doesn't sound helpful, really. You have all the food, the maggot, in front of your face. So what is the point? Speed up the that's, that's, that could be a nice taich. I didn't see that one. That could be a nice taich. But another, uh, another taich that's brought, besides the taich of a haikin, another taich is that uh, the Ran says... Is like everything in Pesach, it's for the hacker for the Timikis. It's for the make the kids to ask questions. What is this, right? All these things, different things. We need the kids to ask questions because it's a mitzvah. It says, Kishal Chabincha, and says, and you have to answer them the story of Pesach. And from here we learn that the story of Pesach has to be said as an answer to a question. So maybe we need them to ask. So therefore, we're being all these things right now, and they ask, uh, what, what is this about? That is the explanation of the Ran. However, uh, that's not the common explanation. The common explanation is the explanation of Tesis on the same, on the Mishnah. Tesis discusses. Why do we bring the matzah right now? Um, a more substantial, in other words, a reason more about the thing itself, not about just make, t- making the kids ask questions. But Tesis brings two reasons. Reason number one says Tesis that the, re- the reason why you bring matzah is because it says in the Torah, when it describes matzah, it calls it lechem oini, the p- poor bread. Now, there's different things that we learn from this. Why does the Torah called matzah lechem oini? Um, so, one of the reasons that it's brought, and Gemara explains, lechem sha'einim alav dvarim harbe. Oini can mean poor. Oini also can mean to say, to say things, to say things. 
So lachem ayini means a bread, you're supposed to say a lot of things over it. So you're supposed to speak over uh, upon this matzah. Like we say Kiddush. We say Kiddush on a cup of wine. We're supposed to say something on this matzah. So because, what are we supposed to say? Obviously the Magid. That's what we say. So Lacha is teaching us that we have to say the Magid over the matzah. And that's why we have to bring a matzah before Magid. That way, when you start Magid, you already have the matzah and you're saying Magid over matzah. <laughs> that is one reason Tasus brings. A second reason Tasus brings is that in the Mishnayas later, and we know this in that part of that God that we say, Right? We have to say the three things. If you don't say these things on Pesach, right? I mean, you have to say these three things, Pesach, Matzah, and Marr. And when you say Matzah, and you say Marr, the Gemara says that when you say Matzah, you have to be Magbiya the Matzah, you have to pick up the Matzah. When you say Marr, you have to pick up the Marr. So I'm going to have to pick it up, to touch it, but whatever, the Kudus of Marim is that you have to actually point to the Matzah and the Marr. So because you have to point to the Matzah and Marr, they have to be here, right? If they're not here, you can't point to them. Um, so therefore, that's another reason. Now, this second reason is. We have to realize that this matzah and mara, we're doing sort of in the end of the Haggadah, right? And the Magid, I mean, it's sort of end of the Magid, that's when we say matzah. So really, you could have brought it later. We don't have to bring it right away, but right, you don't want to interrupt Magid, right? like Rabbi Chagam was mentioning, you want it to go fast. So you don't want to interrupt Magid, so you bring this one before, and then you have it by the time you say matzah and mara. So these are the two reasons that Tesis brings. I'll skip to the, right away to the Alter but that's about matzah. What about the rest of the things? So first of all, I'll go through what Alter speaks about, about why do we have these things before Magid. Um, and speak about maybe different things about that. So the Altarebbe, when he comes to, he explains that, that you have to bring in front of, before Magid, you have to bring these things. And he starts, you have to bring matzah. Why do you have to bring matzah? So the Altarebbe brings two reasons why you have to give matzah. What, two reasons. One reason, the reason that we mentioned from Teis, that you have to say the Magid over the matzah. A second reason he brings, a reason that does not say in Teis, See the source of Al-Tareb, and remember right now the source, but in Kudus Advarim, it's one of the famous lines that we say in the Haggadah. We say, We say, You have to say the Haggadah. That you're telling your son, right? Because of this, what's this? What are you pointing out? That says, Chazal learned from this, you have to say the Haggadah at the time that Matzah Marim Unachim Lefanecha. Right? So you have to space and say the Hamagid when Matzah and Mar are in front of you. Now, it's interesting because this drasha of Chazal, that they say you have to say it while Matzah and Mar is in front of you, there's different ways that I learned that. Rebbe and the Agada mentions that what it doesn't mean that the Matzah and Mar have to actually have to be here. It just means that you have to say the Agada at the time that you are Chayiv Matzah and Mar. Right? When you Chayiv Matzah and Mar at the night. So that we teach, we learn from this, that you have to say Magid at the night. But it doesn't mean that the Matzah and Mar have to actually be here. However, the Rebbe seemingly is bringing this idea that he has to be in front here, Mamish. The, the Rebbe mentions that there is a Nusach that it says, There's a Girsa that says, in front of you on your table. Now, according to this Girsa, it's more clear that it has to be on your table when you're saying it. So these are two reasons that the Rebbe brings why the matzah has to be in front of you b'shas magid. Again, lechem aini. And the second thing, because it's interesting that the Rebbe brings two, these two reasons. He does not bring the reason of matzah right? That we have to say matzah He doesn't bring that reason. Continuing, the Alter Rebbe, we'll get back to that in a second. The Alter Rebbe speaks about mar. Also mar, the Alter Rebbe gives two reasons. Why do we have mar? Right? We have the mar, we have the mar, the charais, the kairach. We have the two mars. Why? So the Rebbe gives two reasons. Again, one reason, the same reason by matzah. So you have to have the matzah in front of you when you're saying magid, and you have to have a mar in front of you. Now, obviously it's different. That matzah is, we know that matzah nowadays is also midir 
Nowadays, murder, however, is not Medjeraisa. Nowadays, murder, because we don't have a carbon base, we don't have base of English, murder is not Medjeraisa. However, murder is Medjeraisa. There is a concept of murder. And at least Midrabanon, we do have the concept of Mara. So therefore, we have to have it. Bishas Magid, we have to have Magid. So that's one reason the Al-Tarebbe brings why you have to have Mara when you're saying Magid. Another reason the Al-Tarebbe brings is because you have to say Mara Zeh. Because you have to say Mara Zeh. So that's why you have to have a Mara in front of you. Right? So these are two reasons the Al-Tarebbe brings about Mara. Now what's interesting is right, the reason about, by Mara, he brings the reason of Mara Zeh. By Matzah, he does not bring the reason of Matzah Zeh. Right? He doesn't. And so it, it just... And if you just want to bring one reason, bring one reason. If you want to bring all the reasons, bring all of them. Why do you bring over here two and two? You want to have to have two for each one? Is that important? What is the point? So maybe we could say about like this. And the reason why I'm going into this, besides the fact that I think it's, uh, I think it's interesting, is that uh, I think it's also a bit negal, we'll speak about it in a second. This is really where we're getting into. Um, we can, we'll maybe continue later about the re- other things, but we'll speak about now, for now, Matzah Amar. This is where it's a bit like Allah Lamaisa. It's not a halacha, I'm not a Lamaisa because I don't know, you have to see how it works. People usually don't, I don't think, do this, but like I say, we're going to see soon. Um, hopefully. So, the word like this. When you, so, we, we could ask, a, you can make a hakira, or Rosh Hashiva hakira. When you're saying that the Matzah Amar has to be by you when you're saying Magid, is this a din in the Matzah and Marer? Or is this a din in the Magid, in the Haggadah? Why, in other words, why do you have to have Matzah and Mara? And when you're saying Magid? Is it for Magid or for Matzah and Mara? Which means, if I don't have them when I'm saying Magid, is the, is the Magid a problem? Is the Haggadah lacking? Or is the Matzah and Mara lacking? Or maybe both of them are lacking. I'll, I'll give an example. Why, why, what does this matter? So let, maybe we'll explain it first before we go into an Afghamina. We could explain like this. We could say that when you're saying Magid, when you're saying the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, you want it to be real. You want it to be live. Right? You want it to be something tangible, something clear, something makes it real. So therefore, you have the Matzah murder in front of you, that makes the Magid a bit more real. Right? This is the Matzah, this is what the Edom Mitzrayim, murder is the bitterness, it makes the Magid more real, more tangible, more something that you could you feel it more, I could say. That's one reason why you could have it. Another reason you could have it, you could say that the reason why you have to have the Matzah murder when you're saying Magid. Just like we know there's a concept when you say Kiddush, on a cup of wine, there's, now this wine is a kesho bracha, right? It's a special wine. Before you said the kiddush, it was not so special. Now it became very special. So you could say matzah and murder. When you say over it the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, this matzah becomes special. It's a, it's a Pesach matzah. It wasn't stam a regular matzah. It's a Pesach matzah, uh, right? It's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a Pesach murder, right? It's more chashiv now. And maybe that's what you want to use on the Seder. You want to not stam use a matzah and murder, but a matzah that actually the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was told upon it. Right? So these are two reasons that we can look at explain why do you have to have the Magid, the Matzah Mar together with Magid. Is it because of the Magid? Is it for the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Or is it for the Matzah Mar? And this is not only a Shaila in theory, it also is an Afghamin Alamaisa we can discuss like this. Which is, what happens if I come and say, I have a Seder plate, I'm saying the story of Magid. Now I come and want to eat the Matzah Mar. I don't want to eat the Matzah Mar on my Seder plate. I don't want to ruin my Seder plate. I go to the storage room, take some Matzah Mar and eat that. Some actually say, I think, by murder, so I, not the matzah, but the murder, don't touch the murder on the saber. But the karpas also, they keep the karpas. We don't, we don't keep the karpas. We don't put it back after we eat, use the karpas. We don't put it back. However, some people want to keep the, at least the top part of it. It should always be there, right? So you want to still have this kind of picture of the saber plate, so you don't want to touch it. So you could say, okay, I said magid over matzah and so I didn't eat that matzah and I ate different matzah and What's the big deal? So again, that would be the question. If, if I did the Hatzalach and the Magid, so you did what you're supposed to do. You said the story of, of the Magid 
over Pesach, over Matzah Mar. You did it. But if you say it's a din in the Matzah Mar, you have to eat Matzah Mar that the story was told upon. You did not eat Matzah Mar that the story was told upon. Right? The Matzah Mar that you ate, was not, nothing was told upon. You ate, it, was in, it was in a storage room. That's from one side. And then you have the flip side also, which is what happens if when you said Magid, you have no Matzah Mar. However, when you come to eat Matzah Mar, you use your friend's Matzah Mar that he said Magid on it. Right? He's in a different room, let's say. We'll speak about it in a second. He said in a different room, he said Magid over Matzah Mar. He comes to you and gives you here Matzah Mar that was said upon it uh, uh, okay, maybe you could argue, maybe you have to say it, okay, but at least we could argue that it's fine, it's okay. So these are two things that we could look at, right? The, uh, what is it, uh, the point? Is the point is that you have to say it upon it, but not have to eat it, or the point is you have to eat it, and maybe you don't have to say it. Now, according to this idea, now, now let's, this is just a shayla that we could ask. Now, we could explain that the reason that Dalt Rebbe is bringing these two reasons for matzah and two reasons for murder is to show that the Dalacha of Magid by matzah and murder are both true. Both of these Dalachas are true. In other words, the Dalacha that you have to say Magid and matzah and murder is Dalacha and Magid and Halacha and matzah and murder. And that's why he brings two proofs because each proof, each limud brings out the other point. So we'll speak with, uh, we'll start with matzah. Like we said, the first reason that he brings for matzah is Lechem Aini. Lechem Sha'inim Allah Dvarim Harpa. What does that sound like? Does that sound like Allah in Magid? Or does it sound like Allah in the Matzah? It sounds like Allah in the Matzah, right? That the Matzah has to be Lechem Aini. The Matzah has to be such a bread. So it sounds like Allah in the Matzah. However, the other passage, When do you have to say they got the Labincha over Matzah Mar? It's Allah in Magid. That the Magid has to say the Matzah Mar. Not that you have to, Matzah Mar have to have it. It's for the Magid. The Magid needs to have it. So these are, oh, he brings a Limud. For the halacha to teach us that it's part of the matzah, he brings a limud to teach us that it's part of the magid, and that's it. You have two limud. You don't need anything else. You didn't, the limud of matzah zoo is not going to add anything. It's another reason, very nice, but it doesn't add any th- anything, any halacha. So he doesn't bring it. When you're speaking about murder, also we want to bring these two things. So you brought. We have the limud of ba'avurzeli amarti lebeshashi es matzah fanecha, which means that it's halacha in magid, right? That the magid has to say he said over murder. We got to the bincha. You have to say that goda over murder, and then he brings the other thing which you have to say murder zeh. This halacha. This we could already. This is already easier, easier to argue. But this halacha that we have to say murder zeh matzah and pick it up. We could argue. We could explain that this is not because magid. Some even say that this part is not really part of the Magid. It's not even Magid part. We already said the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. This is not really part of Magid. It's just an extra idea. But even if it is part of Magid, the fact that you have to actually touch it and pick it up, we could argue that's not part of the story of Magid. I said it over Matzah Mar. It's good enough. The fact that I have to touch it or I have to pick it up is because I have to make the Mar into a, a Seder Mar. Right? So that will be a Limud. That's why we have two. So have, oh, by Mar also you have these two Limud. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so so Masakim, what? Is it clear? I don't know if I'm... Huh? No? Not there. Okay, let's start. Well, we have over here Benigata and Matzah and Marid. I'll try two reasons for each one. Because they teach us Benigata and Matzah, there's the limit of Lechem Aini, which is a din and Matzah. And then the Abavurzeh, which is a din and Dahakada. And we said an Afkamin Lamaisa, right? We spoke about that Afkamin Lamaisa. And same thing by Marid. The one limit is Bavurzeh, Layamati, Bishoshi, Begata Labin has to be over Marid. The other limit is Marizeh. We say Marizeh, that's a din and Marid. That the Marid has to be, be said something over it. Now, all after all this, what does it matter? Now, this is interesting. This is where it comes. This is where it's interesting when you're speaking about how the Seder is done. Because um, the question is like this. Should everyone have a Seder plate or not? That's really the question. That's, uh, that's right. So there's diff- I know different people have different things. 
I think the most common thing is that obviously if you have a family, so every, for sure the father of every family has a Seder plate. Maybe the Bar Mitzvah Bachers have a Seder plate, maybe even kids, some have a Seder plate. As far as I know, I never saw at least a Seder that the women have a Seder plate. I never saw such a thing, maybe you saw different. Now, so the word the, 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 the like this, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, like the Shluchim, I'm assuming that everyone has, I'm saying like, like a normal, like a, just like a Hamish uh, Seder, I'm, I don't think that they, they usually have. The, uh, now, this is interesting because now, the question is, does each one have a Seder place? So let's go a bit into that and then we can connect it well back to before. The Gemara actually discusses this. Does each one, does each, does each one have, have matzah? Mara says, Machlekes in the Gemara. The halacha is that not everyone has to have. You, the Baal, the Baal Abayis has to have matzah and mara, and he gives everyone the matzah and mara. Not everyone has to have matzah and mara in front of him. The Alter Rebbe brings a halacha that it's enough the Baal Abayis. gives an explanation, however. Why does only the Baal Abayis have to have the matzah and mara? Why not everyone else? And again, if we're going back before the idea of Magid, there's a halacha that you have to say the, matzah, the Magid over matzah and mara, or whatever the halacha is. So, but they're not saying they're Magid over matzah and mara. Says the Alter Rebbe, that's, simply, that's a simple way he'll learn the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe is saying is that because the people in the Seder hear the story of Magid from the guy that's saying the Agadah, there's only one guy saying the Agadah, says the Alter Rebbe. Bereiv am hadras melech. Right? It's a, when, when, when one guy is saying and everyone is joining with him, it's a big, it's a, has a chashivas to it. So there's only one guy saying the Agadah. He, he is saying the Agadah over Matzah Amar. You are listening to his Agadah. So you're the Magid that you're hearing from him, right? And your Yetzer, we're hearing from him. His Magid was said over Matzah Maris. That's good. You're not making your own Magid. He's making the Magid. He's saying the story of the Agada. So him saying the story of the Agada is good enough. He's saying the story over the Matzah Maris. You're hearing that. So you were, just like his Yetzer, because he said it over Matzah Maris, you're Yetzer for whatever he does. That's about the Allah of Magid. What about the Allah that you have to eat Matzah and Maris? That Magid was said about it. That's also not a problem. Because the Baal Abayis, says the Rebbe, gives to each one matzah and murder, Right? He has a Seder plate. He gives each one. I'll give you some matzah and murder. So there's no problem. You don't have to have a Seder plate because he, uh, he said his Magid over Seder plate. So his Magid is good. And your Yetzer from him. So therefore his Magid is good. Your Yetzer from him. So your Magid is also good. You also have a piece of bre- a matzah and murder that Magid was said upon it because... You're getting his matzah and that he set upon it. So everything is perfect. Everything is good. Comes the question, nowadays, as far as I know, again, it could be different. Most people say their own magid. They say it by themselves. Usually, I knew by the Rebbe, there was, such, there, there, was, there was like that, that there was a makri. Right? Yankel Katz was the makri, used to say that God out loud. They say what they said. The Rebbe wasn't really listening to the makri. The Rebbe used to read by himself, and then the, 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 the Rebbe was like, go through the page fast. And the Rebbe used to look on different things. And then he was, and when, by the time when he finished, and then the rabbi turned the page, and then fast, and so that was, but anyways, there was such a thing, a person saying the Agada. So that's, I think, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, if you, I don't know if you, how people are getting, I don't know, you limited how much story I was, but there should be one person that's reading the Agada out loud. But usually, other people are also reading the Agada by themselves. Especially then, now, the reason why everyone is, the reason why everyone is reading the Magid, okay, I'm, I'm building this up a second. The reason why everyone reads the Magid by themselves, seemingly, like a lot of things, is because we're, we're afraid that you're not going to be mechavan to hear whatever he's saying, right? It's going to be some distractions, whatever. If you say it, you're saying it. If you're hearing from that guy, it's, you're not always hearing it. However, that creates a problem. Because if you're doing the Magid, right, you have to say your Magid over a Seder. So, again, if you have a Seder plate, very good. If you don't have a Seder plate, right? And like I said... 
Oh, second, second. So different, different things we can discuss about it. First of all, I'm just say the question. There could be different answers to this question. But the question is, if you're saying, right, if you're saying over the Maggid, right, if, if you're saying the Maggid of Seder good, but if you don't have a Seder plate, you have a problem. You didn't say it over the Maggid. And like I said, I, this problem specifically exists, I think, by women that usually they don't have a Seder plate. So they're not saying, about, they're not saying their uh, story, their, their Maggid over the Seder plate. Now, oh, so we could argue different things about this. First of all, we could say, it's one table, right? Huh? That what you're saying? Yeah. It's one table. So, what, so if one table, everything is fine. If you have one table, you're good, right? That would be, so as long as it's in the same table and that you have one table, it's good. First of all, that's not always the case. If you have like a big Seder, right? Again, even a Hamish Seder, so you maybe can have divided by men and women. And the question is, does a woman's uh, table have a Seder plate? You can say maybe it's in the room. It's one room. But that, okay, so now we're going to get into that. But let's speak about the Altareva. The Altareva says, not every person has to have a Seder plate. Why? Because you're Yaitzah from the Balabais. If it's one room is good enough, what's the question? If the fact that you're in one room, that's good enough, so why does Al-Tareb have to explain why it's enough that you should have? What do you mean? I, I, it's, everyone has it. The Al-Tareb is explaining that even though you don't have it, only the Balabais has it, it's good enough. Even if you're saying one room is good enough, so what do you mean? One room is good enough. What do you have to explain? If you're in one room, it's one, it's, that means that one room is not good enough, seemingly. That sounds like the Al-Tareb is saying one room is not good enough. And that's why you have a problem, that you're not saying the Magid of Seraphim. The Al-Tareb answers because you're hearing from the guy. But if you wouldn't be here for the guy, you would still have a problem, even though you're in the same room. That wouldn't, again, if that, usually in the same room, right? I would assume that that's the case. More than that, now, the fact that we have big tables, it's not our Kiddush. They also then had the Dalfrebis times at big tables. Only the times in the Mishnah, each one had a small separate table for himself. But before that, there was one big, but uh, sorry, after that, by that times, Dalfrebis, for sure, time, because whatever, they all had one big table. So if they had one big table, again, it comes the same question. What are you asking about the rest of the people? Anyone is, everyone's sitting on the same table. So if everyone's sitting on the same table, it's good enough. Why do you need more than that? What is Al-Trebbe asking? Al-Trebbe is saying, you're not saying Magid over the Seder. You're not saying Magid, you're not saying Magid over the Cairo. What do you mean you are? It's one, it's one table. Al-Trebbe doesn't mention that. Okay, so we could argue with that already. Maybe it was one table, maybe it had two tables. There's a bigger, more idea to that. The Al-Trebbe, the, Rebbe, the, Al- the Al-Trebbe and the Seder writes... You have to set on your table. What is the extra word Right? Again, everyone has one table. Some want a medayik. This is already a diuk, and you could argue with this, obviously. Is that it has to be, Shulchan means in front of you, man. So again, let's recap what we spoke about here. If, we, if you're saying Magid, you have to say it over a Seder plate. If you're not getting it from anyone else, you have to say it over a Seder plate. The question is, is one room, a room good enough? It's hard to say one room is good enough based on the Altarev. The question is, is one table good enough? That could be a question. Maybe if it has to be in front of you. So maybe if it's the middle of the table, maybe it's good. Maybe it's worse, right? But that could be a discussion. I'm just saying this is a discussion. This is a question. Especially as, as far as I know, I was trying to look into it, is that by and the Rebbe's and the Rebbe, by the Rebbe Seder, so they had uh, the women used to have a separate room, a separate table. And as far as I know, there was no separate kai over there. Maybe you did hear from them, the person that was saying that doesn't, and it's okay, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just bringing that point. That's one discussion. The, the, door, the, door, was the, the door was open again, they could have heard. Uh, so, so maybe that's what it is. What the, the other was talking only about the maggid, not about the matzah. I'm talking about the maggid. Yeah, so, so, so you're talking about the other point. Just a second, I'm gonna get to that now. You're talking about the maggid, I'm gonna get to that now. Just a second, just. just so, so they're Yotzi by his Maggid. Yeah, if you're Yotzi by Maggid, then it's okay. So what's the question? Okay, but that's only if you're listening to him. Yeah. But nowadays, again, if you're actually listening to him, then there's no problem. But if you're not listening to him, you're making your own Maggid, 
then you have a problem. That's all, that's all I'm saying. If you're listening to him, it's, it's perfect. But if you don't, so then you have a problem. So you have to have a Seder plate. Maybe on the same table is good enough. Maybe Yitzhak has to have. I'm just saying, as far as I know, the women don't have a Seder plate. Maybe that's what it means. Or their Yitzhak or whatever. I stand past my wife. What do you do with Mara's? I never thought about it till now. What do you do? Where Mara's are, you have to suppose to touch the Mara, touch the Masa. What do you do? So that's no problem. You touch the, the husband, that's fine. But, but whatever I'm just saying is that that's, uh, that's, that's a more practical, sort of another kind of question. Anyways, that's about that. But then there's another detail what we spoke about. We spoke about the fact that you have to eat matzo that the magnet was set upon it. Right? And again, that, that's not a problem. The, 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 the Rebbe is saying, you have one Seder plate, and from the Seder plate, you give to everyone. But that's not so simple nowadays. I spoke about that last year. The Shiurim, right? Are you able to fit the matzah and give to half for you, for your wife, for your kids? And one matzah doesn't work with all the Shiurim. The matzahs that we have today, right? Doesn't work. They had thick matzahs then, right? They had, they had thicker matzahs, bigger matzahs. And the mainly you could have made for one matzah, you could give a shear to everyone. But nowadays, especially whenever it's machmir, and everyone's trying to do the best way, so, so you don't have that. You have a problem, right? How could you give from your matzah? And if you're not giving your matzah, you're giving matzah, you're bringing from the box more matzah, the question is, is that is not okay? Because that's not the matzah the Seder was not set up, and the magid wasn't set up by that. Some say that that means that you have to have on the table, besides your kaida, you have to have more matzah, right? That's, you could have on a box of matzah, a box of mur on the table. It's standard. Another thing I want to add. What this means is that I think some people. What I saw is that when they put the the mar on the kaira on the seder plate, they put like a symbolic amount of mar. And when it comes to mar, they take from the bag and take more mar. Whatever. That's not okay. The mar that you're putting, and that's what they know that the rabbi did that. You have to, the whole sheer of mar that you're going to eat. And again, if we argue that you're going to give to your wife also, so maybe also you have to put that also on your seder plate. Again, this is just argument. You have to be on the Seder plate right away when you're preparing it. It should be there. What because the Rebbe do, did you say? No, the Rebbe put all the shear of the mar on the, on the Seder plate. Yeah, so he was over there on the Seder plate. Well, the Rebbe cut the different the, the amounts of the mar, the, the inhuman, right? The, the amount that the Rebbe ate of the, the mar. So that, that's, that, that, that's, about, that's about that. That's whatever. About, again, I'm bringing up points. Like I said, usually what I, I didn't see so much all these things being done. Maybe people don't know. Maybe it's uh, right. So there's a reason to that. Whatever. I'm just like I said. It's just I'm bringing up these questions. Which yeah, you can do it better. Why not? I actually heard now. Rameish Shlomo told me that he heard this year from Rambam Shalom Daich that he said that well, the matzah should be in the room. Again, I don't know what, what where does the room come from. So I like I don't understand. But at least there is such a right. So there is brought such a thing they speak about. Uh, okay, that is a sort of one topic about uh, Magid. There's in addition to that, right? Besides. That, that's what I said. What? I said that's. Well, what, I don't know. Okay, so that's the question. The question is: Is the minig asias gehenim or minig minig saltayim? We don't know. That's the, that's the two options. When you have the minig, what is this? What is this minig? Again, I'm not. Again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I don't have the. On the table, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm All the matzah that you're going to give to your wife or to your yep. kids yep. should be in the room. It should be in the room or on the table better. The chayda should be better on the table than in the room. I don't know what you're saying. What the problem is right. The Seder where he said that the, the Baal just said that the Haggad is straight and no one else said anything. Right, okay, so that's what the, usually the old minig was. But again, because nowadays as far as I know, again, again this is... Uh, Maybe, okay, as if you're saying quietly, yeah, that also, to, again, these are all, all things that you could to translate and speak to, to a rub and say. That's, that's the point. The point is you have to find the new things, right? The old things are old. Okay. Um, 
Mar, you have matzah and mar. No, I mean, maybe the lady should have like a, a plate with just mar on it. They could, okay, so Kavos and matzah, I've already given them all the mar. For you, the mar. I've made the matzah and the mar. Yeah, yeah. All right, true. Okay, so now the question is, so let's uh, continue with that, because what about the other parts, other things? Now, when you get to the karpas, there's no din that the karpas has to be there, Rishas Magid. And in fact, we don't have the carpets, which is Magid. Comes Magid, we don't have carpets, right? We take it off before. Some people, like we said before, are Magid to have all the carpets also for Kabbalah reasons, whatever. But the Pashas of Piyalacha, there's no such reason, and we don't, we don't do that. We don't have the carpets. Um, uh, what about the Shnei Tashilim? So the Altarebbe, when he speaks about the Shnei Tashilim and the Chareises, he also explains, and I think he's unique in that, in other words, it doesn't say before, uh, uh, Mepharshim don't explain it before that, that they have to have the Shnei Tashilim and the Chareises also have to be there when you're saying Magid. It sounds like from the Al-Tarebbe that we're Tzalachim only in Magid. It doesn't sound like it's Tzalacha in the Chareses. Tzalacha in Magid. That Tzalacha in Magid is the Mitzad, the Alacha of Magid, you have to say over these things. Now, the Al-Tarebbe explains why. When he got to Chareses, he says, because Chareses is Zechel Latit and Zechel Yisrael, that the Puach, like we spoke about, like Rabbi Gimbal spoke about, so therefore that's part of the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So that helps you in the story. You see the Chareses, you see the cement, right? You see the, whatever, you see these things. And also the Shnei Tashilim, Karban Pesach. So Pesach has to, when you have the carbon Pesach, the Pesach obviously is part of the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the carbon Pesach that ate. Um, so that's why it has to, so the Zechel of Pesach is also there. And the Zechel Chagiga is interesting because Chagiga it's not really part of it, right? Chagiga is just brought in order you should be eat it ala seva. You should be full, right? That's why did we eat Chagiga? You should be full. So why is the Chagiga there, right? Why is so Chagiga so important? So it could be different reasons, but one reason you could argue, one of the reasons why you have to eat Pesach ala seva, you have to eat it when you're full already, because that's part, that's derecherus. Derecherus is to eat not when you're hungry, right? Not because you're, you're hungry you eat. You're eating because you want to enjoy yourself. So the Chagiga actually adds to the vart of cherus, you could have, anyways. Okay, so that these are now... It does, could be some, like I said, the Shnei Tavshilim and other things, that they don't, they, they don't maybe, L'chayra, again, okay, but at least for the story of that other, you have to be there. So that goes into the first point, that a Seder plate should be in front of everyone who's saying that. Okay. Um, one last thing about that is about the Beitzah. Right? Now, the Beitzah we eat. We don't eat the Zaya, right? But we eat the Beitzah. <coughs> we eat the beginning of Shulchan Eidach. Now, over here, the Rebbe explicitly says, I eat the Beitzah Sha'al HaKairah. Our meaning is to eat the Beitzah Sha'al HaKairah, specifically. Eat the beitzah lachayra. Now, first of all, why? Because lachayra, there's different reasons why we eat the beitzah. Some say the gross says that the reason why you eat beitzah is you want to eat the carbon chagiga. You can't eat the zreya because zreya is tzali or it's roasted, like looks more like a carbon, so therefore you can't touch the zreya. But a beitzah, which is not, which is cooked and doesn't really look like any kind of carbon, so therefore you could eat it and you eat the carbon chagiga. So that's a coin to the gross. A coin to the gross understands why you have to eat this egg, right? Why do you have to eat this egg specifically? Because this egg is zeichel chagiga. So you want to eat this egg? You want to eat any other egg that you have from the fridge? That that egg in the fridge is not zeichel chagiga. However, our it says in our reason the reason why we eat the egg is because the rabbi brings the zeichel avils. And we know that uh, egg is Michael Avelin, right? We know that egg is Michael Avelin for different reasons. So seemingly, any egg will do. However, our is to eat after this egg. Why? Seemingly, the reason is because, because what are we metamor remembering Avelis now when you're doing Shulchan Erech? The idea is, it's, there's more details to that. The idea is that we're eating sort of, the, it's explained out, I was saying, we're sort of remembering that we don't have carbon Pesach. That's the Avelis. So therefore, we have to eat the Zechel Chagiga, which is, reminds us about not having carbon Pesach. If you eat Stana egg, you're standing out having Avelos. That's not the point. The point is Avelos specifically about Karben Chagiga, about Pesach or whatever. So Karben Chagiga is close enough to Pesach. So that's the reason why you have to eat Dafka specifically. That, that egg, and again, so if we're going back to the point, when, you have to, when you're giving out the eggs, you should give to your wife or whatever an egg from your Seder plate. From the Seder plate, you should give egg and not stand have any other eggs from the fridge. Um, 
Whatever. Okay, so that's, that's really one point. I should, should we go on? I don't know, if, or should we just stop here? I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, why, why do we have to bring... You mentioned in the beginning that it says that they would bring the, the shofar there. So why... I understand why you have to have the matzah, because you have to make the kid... You have to be... You have to have the, the last mishnah there for the kiddush. But why, do you have to, why, don't we, why don't we make the kaira before the meal? Why don't we do... <laughs> okay, so that, that's, that's, well, I didn't want to speak about that, and that's from the discussion. The question is, like, like we said, in the Mishnah it says that we do this Kaira before Magid, because that's when you need it, right? I didn't mention, the Matzah also has to, obviously has to be part of Magid. Uh, so, sorry, I didn't mention that. Okay, sorry. From the beginning. So, so the, 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 why, then our Minig is not to do, not to do it like it says in the Mishnah, to do it right away before Magid. So here goes a lot of details in this. Why? So I'll just say B'Ktara what I think, what, what, where, where it comes from, Arminic. This uh, is not Arminic. And a lot of people, right, it's not Arminic. It's a, lot, a lot of people do that, uh, do that, do in that way, which is that we are Masada de Kaira before, uh, on Pesach, right? After you come home, before Kiddush. So B'Ktara, the reason why we do this is like this, as follows. This is, of course, there's a lot of sources. I'm not going to go into the sources. But the point is like this. Um... I'll just speak about few minyahim. The initial minig was to bring it after karpas, after karpas. Why? Some explain because karpas we know is heker latinekes, right? The kids should ask. Why do the kids ask? Because you eat tibble before the soda, right? You're dipping a vegetable before a soda. If you bring already the plate, it doesn't really look like it's before the soda. It looks like it's part of the soda. So that's why you want to bring the plate afterwards to make sure you're eating it before the soda. And now, however, the minig later was. The minute that the tour mentions is to bring the Cairo right after Kiddush. Right? Now, what about the fact that the Mishnah says don't bring it after Kiddush? So some say is because nowadays we don't really dip vegetables, at least in such a way. So, anyways, the hacker is there anyways. So, anyways, even if you're not gonna bring you can bring the Cairo right away, the hacker is still gonna exist. Still, but why should you bring it right after Kiddush? So the idea is very simple, the same thing on Shabbos, on Yom Tiv, you want to bring everything right after Kiddush to show that it's coming because Pesach, right? Which is a bit funny on Pesach, obviously, what else would it be coming for? But still, you bring it after Kiddush, Kiddush talks about Pesach, and you bring it right after to show that this is what it's about. If you bring it later, you don't have that connection between the Kiddush that speaks about Pesach and the Kaim. So that's why you bring it right after. That's what it says the minute. So you have to you have to bring it right after. Now the question, but our minig is not like that. Now, this is this is there. I have the two minig that mentioned Al Rebbe. Al Rebbe says initially the minig was to bring after Karpas. He says now we're ready to bring it right after Kiddush. But he doesn't say any other minig. However, like you said in the Siddur, we say bring it you masadim before Kiddush. What is the reason for this? So I think it's like this. This is what I think. I'm not I'm not sure, but this is what I think. Is that initially the tour and everyone who speaks about the minig? The question is when to bring the kaira. But when is the kaira set? The Kaira is set seemingly before, right? Like everything you set before. You set up everything before. Before Pesach, you set up everything. Comes, comes Pesach, you bring the Kaira. You don't set up the Kaira now. You're just bringing it up. So it takes a second. You bring the Kaira and everything is finished. However, our minig is the Messiah of the Kaira on Pesach. Why? We'll speak about it in a second. Our minig is the Messiah of the Kaira on Pesach. Now, if you're going to do that after Kiddush, there's going to be a big hefsek between the Kiddush and actually having the Kaira, right? It takes time. Everyone getting their things together. So therefore, you're Messiah it before. Right? Because again, you, if you do that after Kiddush, you're going to have a problem because it's going to take a big hefsek. Now, that itself, why is our minute to Masada the Kaira on Pesach? Why can't you Masada the Kaira before? So I think, and the Hegdom was meant, we know one of, the, one of the things that's known about the Shachanar Chadat Rebbe versus the Siddur, that in the Shachanar Chadat Rebbe went with the more Nigla side. And in the Siddur, he meant more with the Kabbalah side. Now, Alpin Nigla, there's no Indian to Masada the Kaira on Pesach. 
There's no Indian. Just Siddur is not nothing. It's just a preparation. However, Al-Pikabola, there's a lot of things associated with the Siddur al Right, the fact that we're masada the kaira like we are is a pain that is. I'll point to shochanarich, dry shochanarich. We shouldn't masada the kaira like that in that way. It should be we there for a different order. The fact that we're masada in that way is based on the arizal. It's an chesed gvura tiferes. That's a chayy yisoid. Different the two saddles. So that's so it's a very aruchniistic thing. I'll pick up all. So therefore, it makes sense it has to be on pesach. So whatever we're doing on the siddur kaira on pesach is the time to do that. So that's seemingly, I think, the reason why we do it as we do it. Um, one last thing. So I'll, I'll, I'll think end with this. There's more to speak about. So end with this. Um, we, we were speaking about the kaira all the time, kaira, kaira, kaira. Uh, huh? question. Which question? I understand what you find, so why would we have to do it on Pesach? Yes. Why would we have to do it before Kiddush? Like I said, because if you do it after Kiddush, it's going to be a hefsek between Kiddush and that. Okay, so, so let's do it, do it in a separate room and bring it after Kiddush. What? What do you mean? After? You he's want? Saying, he's saying, let, let, what, no. what, you want to it in a different room? What's the advantage of it in a different room? Uh, but just don't bring it to the table. But you have to, no, but you have to it on Pesach. So, go to your office, do what you gotta do, and come... What's the advantage in doing that? What's the advantage of bringing it for whatever advantages? For whatever reason, it says that we should bring it after Kiddush, whether it should be Hacker for the Tinoikis, right? Why don't we go be Masadar on Pesach, on right? in your office, or in your bedroom, or in the kitchen, or wherever you do your thing, and then make Kiddush, and bring the bring the Kaira. I'm, again, first of all, I don't know if it's always practical, that idea that you're suggesting. Uh, it is, is it first of all, and second of all, uh, right, and you're, you're supposed to masada the kaira, not someone else, right? The idea of the siddur kaira, the rebbe also, when it, uh, uh, the kaira, whatever. Um, second of all, right, so second of all, the question is, what is the, the, the advantage of having, right? So the advantage of having the siddur, right, on the shulchan, so we could speak about that itself. That's another thing I didn't bring, I bring, but you could argue that another, besides the Kabbalah reason of Siddur HaKaira, which also makes sense should be on the table, if the Siddur HaKaira is a Ruchnistika Indian, it makes sense it should be then in the place of the... No, huh? no, yeah, but you're just, you're just speaking about Masadir and bring it later. Okay, you just... And also, again, so I want to add also that you could argue, besides the fact that it makes, it makes sense that the Siddur HaKaira, whatever it is, the Ruchnistika Veda, makes sense it should be in the place where you're doing it. That's a Ruchnistika Indian. Uh, besides that, we could argue that is because, like you said, the hacker, there could be another reason why we're masada the kaira is to show the teenagers, show the kids what we're doing, right? So you do it on the table, over, right? To, the, the, where the kids are, right then they're still there. So, um, okay, one last thing about the kaira. We're speaking about the kaira, the kaira, the kaira. Um, so this is interesting. Again, this is something that uh, again I went a lot of story, but didn't see a lot of this uh, what happened. But there's a din of a kaira. A kaira is an actual tray underneath everything. I'm not talking about uh, the trays that we have, like the trays that you have, they have those trays, uh, and they have like a pay, it says like I have like small holes in them. Just the fact that you have a tray underneath everything. The, so this is interesting. There's, a, there's a video, uh, Bear 11 put out a video. I don't know when this put out, but it's a, it's a nice video to watch. It's in Hebrew, but it's a nice video. He bring, he shows the Seder plate, the Rebbe Seder plate. He shows the Fidek Rebbe Seder plate, and he shows the, uh, the, 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 Kaira for soup that Al Rebbe had, and he goes and explains a few things about it. It's an interesting video to watch if anyone's interested. Um, but the, the the point over there is what a, this idea of Kaira. So usually a lot of people don't have a kaira. They have like this, like we have like a regular thing, like this cloth kind of thing. Now, what's the point in having a kaira? What's the point in having this plate? So first of all, there is a point in having a plate underneath. Um, is the, Reb, the Reb explains, there's a lot of details over there, I'm trying to understand, sorry, I'm not from the midst of a lot of things. But first of all, just so in the video, it's interesting that the Bar 11 shows, is that the Seder plate that the Rebbe had, so the Seder plate that the Rebbe had is like a rectangle kind of plate, 
However, it's like sort of cut in the corner. So it has like eight sides, yeah? Four, a rectangle and eight sides. It's just a simple gold, uh, silver plate, right? No simonim on it, whatever. In the back, you see that the, the, the time this was made, it was made in Tafshin Yud. So this is when the rabbit... It was made in Tafshin Yud. That's what he shows. So um, made Tafshin Yud when the rabbit accepted the Nasir. So now we... Uh, I mean, when the, when the, after the Rebbe, the status. Now we know that the Rebbe did speak about, the idea is that in Beis Arav, only the Admer, only the Rebbe, has, uh, say, the Kaira, Mikesef, and the rest, just Masada regular and a regular mapa, regular cloth. Um, and, the Rebbe, and the Rebbe says, say from Nagarim, that, that he thinks that this is Dafka when you have a Rebbe in front of him. When the Rebbe is over there, so you show, you don't show, right? You show respect to him and his Maila, and therefore you don't have. But in a place that there's no Admer, right? So then... You should have, each one should have a seder plate, seemingly. So there's a lot of Mara Makavis about this. I'm not going into all the details, but seemingly there is an Indian that every person should have a, a seder, a something, a plate underneath everything. Again, so as some say it has to be. So there's a header for it to be from silver. What is the point of having a plate, Dafka? Why is this important? So first of all, according to Kabbalah, that's like one of the main reasons is because we know, like we said, we mentioned before, in the side of the Kaira, so the, the sixth on the top is Chesed Gvura Tiferet, and that's a Chaydi side. And then the three matzis are supposed to be Chachma bin Adas, right? So then, and the Kaira is Malchus. We know that Malchus includes everything, right? All the spheres come into Malchus. That's why the Malchus is the Seder plate underneath that includes all the things. So that has to be something underneath that includes everything. Um, Based on that, shouldn't uh, Kaira be under the matzis? It is under the matzis. Under, underneath no, everything. Saying, the chesed, the, 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 That's on top of it. Oh, so uh, there's an, so there's another. Yeah, that's the question. And the Rebbe mentions that another there's another thing that matzahs. Yeah, there's another thing. Okay, there's another thing that matzahs have, which is that the matzahs are kalim, and those are eris. So that's another thing. I've just mentioned one thing for the for the matzahs. But there is a, a fact that the eris and kalim, and that's why there are eris on top of kalim, and that's why Arminik is to put them on, on it. So there, that's one reason. Another reason I saw that someone bring because the minig uh, used to be that the minig was to move the table. They used to move, used to move the table that the Tanaka should ask. We can't move a table, right? So you move a kaira, which is sort of like moving a table. So that's why it should be something. Whatever. That, that's not really. I think the real reason is a reason of P Kabbalah. So people, should, person should have a kaira. The Rebbe used to cover his kaira. Didn't really see it, but the Rebbe did have a kaira. And the kaira, seemingly, a person should have. Try to get a kaira. It's a, it's a zach. I, again, I, usually I won't say there. I didn't see many people have kairos. I'm just saying this is something a person should have. Um, another thing mentioned. Sorry, when you talk, I, I know you just mentioned about the, the, the kaira underneath, but. But the the the, the simonim on top, yeah. that's that's now technically the kaira, sort of. Even without yeah. any, yeah, it's, any yeah, it's, any it's, same, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, yeah, the pastors, yeah, 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 the pastors, yeah. Now, uh, one last thing, just mentioned about that, is that there was a story that the rabbi, the rabbi came into, uh, you know, the rabbi used to go and inspect the the, the bachrim when they used to like before the seder, and the rabbi saw that they had all this, the, the all the things on the on the on the matzahs, on the kaira plate in, in small cups. And the Rebbe said, what is this making, this Numen Hagim? So the reason why they had it in small cups, because they didn't want it to get wet, and eventually the matzah, right? The brocks, whatever, they didn't want it to get wet. The Rebbe said this is not something, it's not, Rebbe says it's not coverage for the matzah, that's what it sounds like. It's according to Kabbalah, right? It's, it is in the kalim, that's to be on the matzah. It's not covered for the matzah. I think that's what there's like a nusach over there. You have to see what the nusach is exactly. And therefore, Rabbi says, if you want, you want to put, you can put like a napkin underneath, but don't put it in small cups, but put it, try to put it on the thing itself. Uh, whatever, that's one thing. There's other things. I'm just, okay, stop here, I think. Awesome.